And welcome to a brand spanking new edition of The Wonderland. Where spanking, spanking, how can it be spanking? I mean, there's no spanking going on here. No one's being spanked, as far as I know. Is anyone being spanked over there? No, apparently not. No, there's no spanking. Maybe next door there's some spanking. I, I mean, how would I know? I, I'm not, I don't know, I don't have like spanking antenna on my head. I, I can't pick up spanking from a distance and so... All right, I'll just put that thought over there. Now, um, yes, as I was saying, here we are at a new edition of The Wonderland, where the sun never sets on alternative observation, speculation, rumination, and, of course, expectation. As in expectation that you might actually hear something worthwhile. But, you know, with 103 episodes now under our belt, I think we can reasonably expect The Wonderland to remain, for the most part, what it's always been, free from the shackles of solid logic and purpose, and a safe haven from the slings and arrows of conventional common sense, although the odd bit of useful information does accidentally sneak through every now and then. Or so I'm told. Anyway, look, some of the best things that ever happened to us will be accidental, so I'm going to go with that thought as I continue to make all of this up as I go along. Kind of like the let's see what happens if I say this approach to podcasting. Now, some of you might have accidentally found this show, I suppose. So if you are a Wonderland virgin, my name is Jeff Healy. I'm an Australian singer, songwriter and piano entertainer living in Germany and working around Europe and also perennially on the hunt for a really good salted caramel latte. Although I'm beginning to suspect that the best ones are actually, yes, that's right, accidental. Something else that's accidental is that I've accidentally forgotten to eat lunch and am now incredibly hungry. Anyway, you'll be pleased to know that I've just ordered some pizza, which should be delivered within the next 30 minutes, and while they do say that hunger affects one's concentration, I reckon I should be fine for the next 20 minutes or so. No worries. Anyway, as I was saying, it's refreshing not to have a serious agenda when you're doing a podcast. Or any agenda at all, really. See, I do know a few people who create and host and maintain excellent podcasts of, let's say, a rather more earnest and ostensibly helpful nature and to be quite honest, I don't envy those people one little bit. Because what they're doing sounds to me like work. Whereas what I'm doing feels more like a holiday and I'm taking all of you with me. Are we there yet? Shut up and put the seatbelt on. Sorry about that. Anyway, on top of which, I'm sure some of those people make money out of their podcasts. Whereas I don't. So again, there's that work versus holiday distinction. Somebody actually said to me after COVID finished and the Wonderland had been running for two years whether or not I'd keep it going as I was back at work playing gigs, travelling and actually busier than I'd been before the pandemic began. And I still can't really be bothered coming up with an answer. So, well, here we are. And apparently the pizza delivery is on the way. So that's good. Yes. Anyway, look, I had a thought last week. Uh, only one, because that's usually all I can manage. It was a pretty good thought, though, and it's actually a little bit serious. 
though not complicated or depressing, and I might be able to throw something idiotic in the middle of it just to keep things light. So let's now barge straight through the hopefully unlocked doors of theory time. Yo, you can't know what you can't know. I'm going to tell you what I think I know. And I know what I know. This is what I know. Theory time. And welcome to theory time. What do relationships and pizza have in common? Well, some are great, some suck, and most of them are, oh, I don't know, somewhere in the middle. But we all want a good relationship, and we all want a good pizza, unless you don't like pizza, in which case... Yeah, but relationships can be tricky, can't they? Which kind of sucks, because we all need relationships of many different kinds, and we spend most of our lives in what I call subconscious adjustment mode where we try to maximise the potential and enjoyment of each one. Which is bloody exhausting, because whether they're obligatory relationships, such as those with work colleagues, fellow students, onions and so on, or voluntary ones, we quickly find ourselves learning, usually the hard way, what to do and what not to do, in order to keep the cheese crust as crispy as we can. Now, there's no rule book for any of this, folks, and in the case of friendships and romantic relationships, luck is also a big part of whether they fail or succeed. As we often start out with little or no bacon about who the other person really is, which is never a strong position to be in. Nevertheless, it seems to be human nature to take a chance on it, doesn't it? Which is also what you do every time you call up the pizza delivery place, hoping that things work out, and sometimes they do, and sometimes they don't. And I think there's no doubt at all that most of us rush headlong into romantic relationships or extra garlic bread, often at our peril. Of course, we rush into these relationships for various reasons, often believing that everything will be fine, that we can make them work, that we can add some salami and capers, and that we'll be happier at the end of the day than we otherwise might have been, with or without pineapple. More often than not, though, that's not what ends up happening. And that's where my theory comes in, and I think this theory applies to all pizzas, not just romantic ones. I believe that the best relationships are those which develop organically and that it's pretty much impossible to create a successful calzone of any kind purely by design because design can't account for those inevitable unexpected variations in the pastry and the toppings. Design can, however, relate directly to how good a pizza is because certain things work with certain other things and there are certain rules... Anyway... In my experience, the most successful, enjoyable and mouth-watering relationships are those in which both parties accept what the other person is and needs to have on their pizza and can function regardless. Unfortunately, it can take a while to find this out because everybody's under pressure to look good now and therefore intent on appearing completely lovely and normal and well-adjusted in the eyes of the other person until they can't. Now sometimes because they're really, really hungry and there's a large garlic prawn pizza on the table in front of them and nobody can handle temptation of that magnitude. Anyway, back to relationships. I'm, I'm, I believe that time is the key to this whole dilemma. Relationships being given enough opportunity to unfold on their own, in their own time and without deadlines. 
unless it's to actually eat the pizza before it starts getting cold in the box. As a very impatient person myself, I reckon it would be great if the whole relationship development process was quicker, and I'm sure most of us would agree, especially those of us who like pizza, because those big ovens, they're really fast and... Yeah, anyway, look, the problem is that we don't seem to be built that way, do we? In fact, I believe that out of some primitive self-protection instinct, we're hardwired not to admit our vulnerabilities and our imperfections to ourselves, let alone to anybody else. But it seems to me that being able to do so is possible when there's no pressure, just as relationships evolve more effectively in an environment where there's also no pressure for them to do so. Another big part of success with relationships, I believe, also lies in our ability to let them go if they're no longer working. Look, people change, sometimes in small ways, like, you know, deciding that they prefer salami to pepperoni, sometimes in bigger ways, like they can't stand pizza anymore and want to go off to Tibet and live on the top of a mountain with semi-vegan goats. And whether we like it or not, we should be aware of that possibility. Finally, I really believe that the best relationships comprise people who may occasionally disagree over the anchovies, but who forget those clashes quickly and are able to accept each other completely without needing to understand or even see eye to eye on absolutely everything. And also, of course, where there's really good pizza. Really good pizza fixes everything. This is what I know. Theory time. Yes, that's it for today's possibly helpful and rather filling edition of Theory Time. And given that you might have a hankering for some virtual dessert following that informational feast, I'm going to serve that up right now in the form of our regular musical segment, Song of the Day. Now, a few weeks ago, I was talking with a friend about what would be a good name for a band based on rhyming wordplay. And suddenly the expression relevant elephants popped into my head. And so I thought, wow, I'm going to start a band called Relevant Elephants. And then I thought to myself, well, I'd better check on Spotify first to see if somebody has already beaten me to it. And guess what? They have. And not only that, but I had listened to their music loved what I heard, and those aforementioned relevant elephants are now the latest addition to our stable of Wonderland-approved artists. So here they are for the very first time on the show, The Relevant Elephants, with a track off their first album, and this one's called Starving Artist. I've got a memory that isn't
Roving Artist by Relevant Elephants from their 2016 album, Paper Walls. And you can hear the rest of that album and all of their other albums on the major music streaming services. Now, variety is, of course, the spice of life here on The Wonderland, as is keeping our finger on the pulse of humanity in general. And as an ongoing testament to that, we are now going to move straight into another essential regular segment. So, get ready for some more... Good Times with Big Jeff and Little Kev. Well, Kevin, I don't know what I can say to you at this at this point in time, but uh, maybe maybe hi, Kev. What about that? As a, as a you know salutary uh, normal thing to do. Hi, Kev. Hi, Kev. Yeah. Hi, Kev. It's, I know. Ooh, salutary. That's a good word. It sounds like it's got salad in it, though. We'd rather vegetables. Can we say vegetalibator? Vegetable. Trying to say that if you had a few drinks in. There's a few words you can't say when you're when you're a little tipsy. That's true. Now we were just you talking. Can't say. About... Just hold on. I've got. To, let me finish my. Let me finish my thought. For sorry, God's sorry, sakes. Sorry, Kim, shut up. Okay. Imagine this is like. Our friend, mutual friend Barry Colson, huh? Yep. We we had this this measurement of like how far in you are with your drinking. If you can't say Canada Day, <laughs> that's right. I remember that one. Then you're in. Right. You're you're already there. Yeah, but you could say Canada. so. It would sound like Canada Day. Canada, Canada, Canada Day. But what about Canada Dry? That's a bit easier to say though. Isn't Either it? yeah, that's yeah. Yeah, exactly. But ca- Canada, Canada, Canada is the problem. Yeah. If you've had a few drinks, Canada becomes a problem. The well, country Canada itself a, becomes a, it's a problem. a problem anyway. Let's be honest, Kev. Let's just, just call tin tax what they are. Tin tax. And Canada is <laughs> a bloody problem. Yeah. Well, you know, Canada. And speaking of sorry, problems, what? Jeff. Yes, Kevin. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Problems. Yeah. I'll tell you what's a problem for me, Kevin. And I'm interested to you in your opinion of this. Folks, listen carefully because this might be a problem for you too. All right. Mm-hmm. Pretty okay. much everything these days is a sandwich, whether it's a hamburger, huh? an actual sandwich, a hot dog, Don't a hot get me started. Pocket, a slider. Kevin, no, over no. to you with great prejudice. No. Come on, Kevin. Come no, on, man. Come I'm on. So Give it to me. Give it to me. Give it to me. I really hate it. Give it to me. So you go to McDonald's and it's like, or maybe it's not, I don't know. They call it sandwiches. It's not a sandwich. If I wanted a sandwich, I'd go to a sandwich place. I'm going to get a burger. Right. So it's not a sandwich. Right. That's why it's called a burger. Right. I don't go to Subway and say, give me a sandwich. They would be looking around going, oh, we don't have any. (laughs) You know what I mean? Right. It's a sub. Right? It's so stupid. What would you like on your sub? They don't say, what would you like in your sandwich? Otherwise, it would be called... Sub sand sandwich way sandwich way. Uh, well, you go that way, or that way, whichever way you want to go. It, would, it wouldn't be subway; it would be sandwich way. Like that be. doesn't make any sense. No, it's. I, I'm know? sorry, folks. Now, we, yes, Kevin and I, I are going to draw a line in the sand here. <clears throat> a line in the sand, which um, you could even say. Um, oh. Yeah, there you go. And that was free. Um, and yes, yeah. it is McDonald's. Get your. Get your feces together because this is not acceptable. It is not acceptable. No one get your feces together. I didn't want to say the other word because it's this family show. So I said, okay, get your poo together, <laughs> get your doo doo together because exactly. this is not caca. acceptable. Yes, get your caca together because it's not acceptable. Cease and desist immediately. Okay, Kev, we can move on now. We've fixed that one. 
Now, Kev. oh my God, that <clears throat> yeah. really annoys me. Well, here's something else that's, that I'm sure annoys you as much as it annoys oh. me. And folks, that's a, a, a large part of what Good Times is about. Kevin and myself <laughs> being annoyed about things. <laughs> As you can see, mainly me it. though. Although yeah. you're pretty good at getting annoyed. Oh, I'm at very tiny good. little things. Oh, I tell you what, I I'm a specialist. I've got a PhD in that. Oh my god. Yeah, I do. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what what's the annoying thing you're okay. gonna you're gonna make me annoyed with? Okay, you're gonna as soon as I say this, you're gonna go. Oh, okay, here we go, Kevin. Essential oils. Yes. Now, how much do we really need them? I think I'm going to get interested in a range of, let's say, not not particularly important oils. Yeah, obviously available. These are essential. Yeah, they're essential. You've got to have them. You know, no, no, no. Not only that, Jeff. You can't live without them. You can't. They are essential. That's right. It's not like you can live without them. They are essential. How many people have been lying on their deathbed, you know, and the doctor has come to them and said, you know what, you need an essential oil. Well, give me some of the bloody things, he said. No, the health food store is too far away and you've only got three minutes to live. We won't get it. We won't get get there and back in time. So, you know, off you go. There you go. There's a positive thought. Now, of course, in reality, folks, we're kidding, which we rarely do on this segment. Yeah. But isn't 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 olive oil essential? That's essential. That should well, be an essential oil. You need oil. it for cooking. You need it for all sorts yeah. of things. But your essential oils, like your, your lavender and your strawberry and your I yeah. Don't what know. about elderberry oil? Like that's not essential at all to anybody. Well, okay, if you've got an elderberry, could you have a younger berry? And why not? Well, there it is. There, there it <laughs> is, Kevin. <laughs> well, folks, we're just going to leave you with that. Yeah, and good <laughs> luck to all of you. Thank you, Kevin. Thank you for coming. <laughs> That's a good one. Good times with Big Jeff and Little Kev. Yes, that's it for another heaping helping of good times. And Little Kev and myself shall return very soon on the next episode, as long as he finishes his vegetables. Now, speaking of vegetables, Little Kev and myself were discussing something or other the other day when the subject came up as to how many services there are available to us these days for just about anything you can think. So I want to expand on this thought in such a way that all of you out there might actually be able to turn some hidden native talent that you have into big bucks. So let's get right to it right here and right now with Jeff's Thought of the Day. And welcome to my official Thought of the Day. So yes, many people have found fulfillment and financial success, offering a wide variety of services to their local communities and beyond, ostensibly involving things at which they're really good at to people who could use those talents for one reason or another. Now, these are services we didn't know we needed or wanted, but it turns out we did. Now, there's nothing unusual about that in principle, but what's interesting to me is that there are services offered now which you would never have seen being offered, say, even, I don't know, 10 years ago. And I'm talking about the legal ones, although if you were to add the illegal ones onto that, there's even more, obviously. So I found myself thinking, what talents do I have that I'm not currently exploiting? 
So I'm going to start to think about things that I did as a kid that I was quite good at. The only problem being that a lot of those things were kind of stupid. But maybe, just maybe, there is actually a market for dumb stuff as done by somebody who is really good at, well, doing dumb stuff. Because let's face it, there are many things out there that the average person will look at and go, what the hell is the deal with that? As in, why does that, whatever it is, even exist? That's really dumb. And so it's subjective, isn't it? What one person thinks is really dumb, another person would think is really cool or really interesting and therefore of some value. And so there's your demand. So let's say, for example, that my particular thing was dressing pets up as chickens. And so I set up a business offering that service to the general public. Well, I guarantee that if I was truly dedicated to the business and determined for it to succeed, and my advertising and online social media exposure was on point, and if word got around town that such an unusual and potentially amusing service was being offered, I reckon I'd be laughing all the way to the bank. Hey, there goes that guy who dresses cats and dogs up as chickens, they'd all say. Now look, a lot of people would think I was a complete loony, but I'd be making money by simply doing what I used to enjoy doing as a kid, which, if you think about it, is not such a bad deal. And believe you me, there are lots of complete loonies already out there making tons of money in areas like politics and entertainment. So what's stopping you or me? Or anyone. Look, finally, I don't know why I'm just talking about this and not doing it. So, if you'll excuse me, I've got a couple of neighbourhood pets to round up. And that's it for my thought of the day and this episode of The Wonderland. Thanks to little Kev, as always, for his contribution to the Good Times segment. And, of course, to all you listeners out there, without whom all of this nonsense would be even more pointless than it already is. Now, if you've enjoyed today's show, please do spread the word and leave a rating and feel free to drop me a line on jeffswonderland at yahoo.com and I'll be back with another brand new episode in the not-too-distant future, of course. So, until then, think special and keep yourselves nice and I'll be talking at you again before you know it right here on The Wonderland. Just on the land.